Welcome back. Crush a lot podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. Uh, Kalina might be on this episode. I don't know. You know how she likes to be ninja sometimes and jump in and jump out of episodes. So you might get her presence. You may not. If you're tuning into the show, thank you so much. It might be a little bit of a weird episode because we're in the middle of doing our producer series, our last uh, producer series for the year. So go check out the back catalog for that. We started Radicus. We had Skiz. We had Sharp uh, 183rd. And right after this bonus episode, we're going to have uh, Demers and we're going to have a Brain Orchestra all on the show because, you know, we love our beats. But when we talk about the underground scene, we talk about the emerging wave of, of new and exciting MCs. I know that everybody got their ears on Griselda and Crime Apple and everything that's happening with Brown Bag Money, Rome Street, shout out to Rome Street. But don't get lost in all that wonderful music. There's a lot more music out there. And one cat in particular is having a very strong 2019. Um, and you could find his, you could get his record right now on Tough Kong with uh, Envy, the rep, uh, rep, rep, repercussions uh EP is out. He did some collaborations with G4 Jag. You know, I'm a big G4 Jag. So check out the Six Man EP as well. But we're talking about Brown Bag Water, one of my favorite projects that came out the last week or so. Brown Water Bible, bro. Brown Water. Look, I had that sticky icky before the show. I had the patrol right <laughs> behind me. Manhattan is up. here. Good, sir. How are you? Peace, brother. I'm chilling, man. Cooling right now in the studio. Man, it's so good to have you on the show. I have appreciate you having me. Had the opportunity to watch you twice perform one over in the Delancey with um SD Nack and Al Davino. You did a quick uh cameo there. Fast Life was there and you jumped oh, on yeah, the yeah, stage. Oh yeah, I jumped on stage that was, with Fast. That was yeah, like, that's my brother. Yeah, that was my first introduction to you. I was like, okay, hold up, hold up. What's going on with this gentleman right here? Because that's the way people win me over. It's like I want to see the like the intensity live, and when you oh, as a, li- as a got, performer, got, you have got that intensity live, brother. I got intensity live. And yeah, then I saw you on that's the last perform. time I saw you was supply and demand, uh, which I thought for a, an inaugural show was pretty epic. It seemed like it was a great way to get the who's who in the game in one room and just. Really see how the community, how strong the community is. So watching you also get on stage with Fast Life and do your thing. Fast was Life, a, my brother. Man. That's my when, brother. When, what did the microphone do to you that you're so angry at it that you have to attack it so hard? Nah, I, ta- I, I, attack, it on, like, I attack on stage because I, feel, I still feel overlooked. So I feel like I have to make my presence felt every time I step on the stage. And I feel like I have to bring that energy because I see a lot of people up there and they lackluster just walk around, you know, just walking, talking, rapping to the mic. It's like, I can't do that. I got to give y'all my energy. Like, this is my life. I love this shit. I've been doing this shit for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get every bit of my energy when I'm on stage. I leave it all up there. It's like it's like a motherfucker playing, playing the sport. They leave everything on the court, the field, or anything like that. I'm trying to do the same thing every time I step on that stage. I, I, I think the, the performing aspect of emceeing is one of the things that really makes or break people in terms of buying that loyalty from your yeah. from your fan base. When When I go to a show... You already know I'm going because I enjoy your music. But listening yeah. to it live and actually 
having the lyrics and the beats hit you differently than you would in your house, in your car, on your way to work, it's a big, big deal. At least it is for me and anybody who listens to music like I do, Brooklyn That's style That's the same music. way for me when I see somebody perform. Yeah, the same way for me when I watch somebody perform. That's why I... I try to do what I would want to see somebody do on stage. What's your attack you know, when as you as a fan? What's your attack when you want to hit the mic? Like let, when the supply demand, it was a loaded stack, stack lineup. Mayhem opened. I left before Mayhem performed. I, I got to keep a. I was tired because I got yeah, there yeah, like at three, day. and I was like after crime apple, I was done, and <laughs> I'm like I'm out. But you just. Like when you see a strong lineup, you start with Daniel's son, and then you go to Riggs, and you're like, "Oh man, these guys are killing it." Do you do you change your approach and how do you perform, or do you like, man, how do in a healthy competition kind of way? Now you see me at the Delancey. I got on the Delancey for that one verse, and I rapped it. It was like the last verse I was ever gonna rap in my life. I do that every time I perform. I, I love I love the competition, but it's like I feel like everybody everybody just gonna naturally elevate each other, especially on a bill like that. And, you know, the dope thing was we was all backstage prior to getting on stage amping each other up. Like, I like I remember, I remember, I think um, Riggs went on stage. And I'm like, nah, nah, we was back there chilling, drinking. I'm like, nah, 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 I'm about to go watch Riggs because I want to see Riggs perform. And, you know, it was the same thing when Danielson came on. It was like, it, it felt very community-like, you know, especially for that show. Everybody was coming out to see everybody else perform. We was all hyped to see each other perform. It was, it was just a dope feeling overall, man. That yeah. was that was that was my favorite show I've done so far. Definitely, that, I'm hyped for this next one coming up. That was one of the favorite shows I've been to ever because that was my feeling that I got, and I put that on Twitter somewhere. It was like it was so good to see everybody do their sets, but share their set when they didn't have 100%. to. Uh, uh, Danielson yeah. did it without Davino and and mm-hmm. and and with the cloth. The the rigs did it with everybody in the cloth, like get, getting Rob Gates. Um, some more airtime as they're pushing him now Definitely. was like it's so strategic, so smart. And then Fast Life are obviously having you, Papa Nicks, up in there. But you know, people like Stalker and YL and Nems, and Nems brought out UFO Fever. Yeah, Nems brought out UFO Fever, which has a completely Fee. different sound to yeah. him. And then Flea, Flea brought out Rome Streets. Yep. Yeah, you know, and Etho pretty much gave his lineup. set to 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 um. Job Black to Job Black. He just yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa! I had more Job Black than I expected. Yeah. It was just a great community aspect. When you're making Brown Water Bible, which is this very in-your-face, sinister, gritty New York type approach to hip hop, how much of your when you're creating? Thinking about a show, how much of your music is like? How do I also create music where that I could perform? in front of a crowd. Is that a it's part more, of your process? It's, it, it's, it hasn't really been a pro- part of my process up until now, but I started thinking about that now more, more, more so often. It's thinking about like what beats are going to get people interested in what I'm about to perform. You know, I like Brownwater Bible. I was just going in there and trying to make a statement. That was, that was more of like, I'm here. You know, I, I wanted everyone to be like, damn, this dude, this dude put out this whole this whole project with Ice Rocks, and he wasn't he he wasn't playing around. Like he was real serious with this, and I came out there and I just drummed on everything I possibly could, you know. And then if you look even down the line to the features, all the features on there are stellar. And I did yeah. I did those records with everyone in the studio. It wasn't like 
the only people that sent in their verses was XP and um Supreme Cerebral, because you know they ain't they ain't Cali or whatever, and the scheduling just didn't work out that they was in New York at the same time. But I did those records with those artists in the lab, like right there. We did it right then and there type things, you know. It it's it's fall heading into winter, and anybody who loves hip hop and New York City hip hop knows hip hop is great when it's cold weather. And oh, this yeah, is why definitely. this is why this album has been hitting me since it's been released, is that it reminds me like, oh, winter is definitely hoodie season, bro. Hoodie season That's my is coming. Time of year. Um, I, I feel like I need to bring out the old box cutter somehow and take it out of retirement. I, I, it's like buck 50 weather out here and it's like, oh, it's not the type of life I live anymore, but it makes you feel that way. Is that naturally comes out in the way you make music? Is that a strategic part of how you like your sound to be? Well, I, I feel like I'm just aggressive. I'm an aggressive individual when it comes to being aggressive. Like when it's time to be aggressive, I'm aggressive. I'm I'm Sicilian, so you know I got I got hot blood already. So you know I just that's 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 naturally who I am as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes down to being that time for that, then I'm I'm gonna jump in it with both feet. You feel me? So it's like that comes out of my music a lot. That's my release for my aggression. Is my music usually? Cause I can't be out here in these streets running around doing that right now. You know, no. I'm 30, 30 plus, got a kid. I can't be out here doing no crazy. I'm thirty plus, and life. I'm not running away from nobody. I don't <laughs> got the speed. I'll put a hammy. I'll do something. So, and I'm also like my wife tells me this all the time. Like you, I'm that something's gonna happen to me because one, obviously I do a podcast, so I have a mouth, and I'm afraid to use it really. But I'm, but I'm also like, and I have a feeling you're like this. I'm not a, you know, the fight. Or flight response. I am a hundred percent fight person. There ain't I am no flight a, in me. No, but I would admit, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. I'm not a fighter, but you're gonna have to fight. That's the and that's there where I get most of my wins because most people aren't really about the fight, and I'm like, I right, fuck it. I'm caving my eye socket, yeah, but we're gonna have to do this. We're gonna. Yeah, have I don't back do down. This. Yeah, and that's that New York City type of music that I like. When did hip hop? infiltrate you at when you first started like what is this what is this thing called hip-hop why is my ear in tune like how young were you when you were exposed to hip-hop and when did you decide like man i'm, I'm gonna give this a go you've been doing this for 20 20 years 20 plus years when was yeah. what's your origin now, I, I, story i started listening to rap I, li- I started listening to rap you know probably like nine ten you know around that i think um I think I started listening to um right around Life After Death. Life After Death was like the one of the main things. That's like '97, so it was a little bit, yeah. a little bit left after that. You know what I'm saying? That's when I really started getting into it. Like, yo, this is this. You know, I, I I've heard I heard hip hop way before that, but Life After Death was a time when I can vividly remember that. It's like, oh, now I got to start going buying everything and trying to get the money to get this and and that and that. You know, and keep going with it. And um, I actually started rapping, I, I would say, probably around 14, 15 years old in high school. And, you know, battling was a big thing back then, you know. I was in the lunchroom, and, you know, one of the kids, actually, he's he, he's a star of one of these publications now. I went to uh, one, of the, one of these hip-hop publications. He does, he does, like, a lot of um videos and media for them and everything like that. But he had stepped up in the lunchroom, and um, he just challenged anybody to a battle. I got up, you know. Spit first. He destroyed me after that. And I was I was ashamed and embarrassed. I came back a week later and, you know, got my punches back in. So ever since then, I just like, yo, I'm not going to stop with this. I just went super hard. 
and it's been my life ever since, you know? Yeah. Uh, what, what's your connection with Fast Life? Because Fast Life's also had a good year. He's about to drop some new stuff soon, and he's been a interesting guy to to follow. He doesn't, like, drop music like everybody else. It's not like... Yeah, yeah. Too, he doesn't oversaturate himself. He, he's been on the show, and we talked no, about this. He doesn't... You know, you get enough... And then he kind of dwindles out your mind for a second, and then boom, he's yeah. back in your face. What's your relationship with Fast Life now? And most importantly, are we getting a Fast Life Manhattan project? That's done. That oh. project is done. Oh, that hold on, hold on. We got a ninja already. coming in. We, we got wait, a ninja we coming in. We waiting on that to get mixed and mastered. Oh, we got the ninja. Master. Hold up. <laughs> We're going to pause for a second, my man Manhattan, because yeah. the, nin the ninja bodyguard, the... the <laughs> The go-go of the group uh, is here. Yeah, she just man. probably did a hit on someone. So we're not going to no, use her government man, name. I had, baseball. I had baseball final, so we're in the, the ending right now. So I just had to hop in anyway. I didn't want to miss it. <laughs> oh, you play baseball? I, I used to play third base. <laughs> <laughs> I played third base in high school, for real. I, I played left field in my church league, <laughs> but then I needed to go to church to stay on the team, and that's when I stopped playing baseball. <laughs> That didn't work for me. It's good to have you on the show, Kalina, as always. Oh, man. We, it, interesting, uh, Manhattan, we have, you know, we got, you just said that Mix and Master, Fast Life, Manhattan Project. Oh, some, yeah. Sometimes. The, the, the only reason we ain't dropping yet is because um I had, I had Brown with a Bible slated for November. And then um he was, he had slumber coming in December. So we were like, you know what, let's hold off on this. And drop it at a time when we both don't got our projects, our perspective projects out. So we probably gonna put that out first quarter of next year. First quarter. Um, yeah. Let me. I'll edit this out, so don't worry. Let me just catch Kalina up. I'll edit it out. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you, but you know. No, let me. I'll catch you up. I'll edit it out. Uh, we talked about his live performances, his intensity, how he got, how he got that. Why does he want to stab the mic so bad? Um, it's unnecessary and try ruthless. To kill that shit. Try to kill that shit. A little bit of his origin, his origin story, and how he started, and what influenced it, him to get there. And we just started talking about a little bit his relationship with, with Fast Life. But we didn't really dive into the album too much. But all right, like the next part. All right, I'll cut. I'll cut all of that out to make it sound of like course. it never happened. <laughs> That's kind of how we do it here. And we talked about supply and demand show um, a little bit, and like be people being gracious about giving their state to other artists, like the community strong. Uh, saying that, um, let's go right into talking about a little bit about your new project. So Manhattan, uh, your latest project is out now. Brown Water is pretty much out. Produced by Ice Rocks, which I feel he's a bubbling producer it's not the first time i've heard of him i've definitely heard of him before and every time i heard his type of production it does give me that man who do i hate that bad to get me inspired to do something about it right that's kind of like the way he produces and i like that kind of hip-hop though i'm not a violent person it gives me that vibe Nah, that's the bro right there. How did that? How did how did you guys link up? What was the idea Yo, behind the album? That's that's, that's crazy because I know Ice for almost twenty years. 
I, I can't even tell you how I met Ice. I, I like I feel like I've known him for for a long time. I know I met him in a situation where it was forties and blunts, so you know <laughs> we was young. Um, I, it was definitely a cipher of some sort, motherfuckers rapping or some shit like that. But um, I had never done no music with him, and um, I took a little I took a little time off from rap because you know I I had just had a daughter, and um, I took about three years off from rapping. I'm trying to get back into it, and I hit Ice up like, yo, let's do a project. And um, Ice basically curved me and was like, nah, we can't do a whole project. I'm kind of busy right now, but you can come through the studio and scoop a beat for me. So I'm like, bet. Went to the studio. He playing beats for me. Um, the one beat that I wanted from Ice, he told me was for Benny. So <laughs> Benny the Butcher. And in my mind, in my mind right then and there, without telling Ice, I was like, bro, I'm getting Benny the Butcher on, on, on that record, and I'm getting that beat. So I hit up Benny on IG. Benny was like, he was with it. I met him at the Son of G rap show. Um, I met him that night for the first time. I met Rome that night for the first time. El Camino, Fast Life for the first time, all in the same night. And it was just like it was meant to be. All of them is on a project. You know what I'm saying? I met I met almost everybody. And Benny came to the studio the next day. We, we, we put that record together on Friday the 13th, which is why it's called Friday the 13th. And everything just happened organically, and, you know. I was in Ice's studio every week after that. And before you know what I looked up, I was like, I guess we're doing a project. He's like, I guess so. We got like six records, you know? And then from there, I haven't stopped. That was just, I had to show him that I was serious about music again. You know what I'm saying? And show proof to him that like, yo, my fault, I fucked up in the past and we hadn't done no records in the past and everything. But I'm serious about this now. And we pretty much got another whole project lined up for, for next year. You know, like we, I, I've been working. Like crazy. I mean, you're an adult and things happen. It's not like you, it's not like it was completely your fault, but I'm pretty sure at this point he knows like, oh, you know, oh, he's, yeah. serious. Yeah. he's serious. He knows, he knows we're I'm going to rock out now. We're going to yeah, rock yeah. out. Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, you've been busy this year anyways. You know, you've done uh, repercussions too. You did that. Yeah. I, got, I put out four drinks. You know, you I got San Gennaro, Six Man, Repercussions, and Brown Water Bible. Yeah. We've yeah. been seeing you do a lot of work. We've been seeing you on a lot of articles. You've been really, really busy this year. And I think that at least, you know, we, what, we're in November. We only, we're, you're pretty much ending this year on a high note, you know? Sometimes I do. Yeah, definitely. You're definitely ending this year on a high note. Could you tell us, if possible, what else you have in store? Well, this year, I think it's pretty much, you know, pretty much wrapped up for this year, project wise. But um, next year, I'm definitely dropping a full length. I pretty much have, I started a whole record pool for that full length. I have about 60 records in that pool that I'm going to trim down to like 12, 14 and put, and put the best possible project I can put together and put that out next year, probably around March. I'm shooting for with that. Um, I got no politics with Fast Life. We have that pretty much wrapped up. We might add one more song to it just because it's not coming out for a little while. But um. That's wrapped up. We just got to get it mixed and massive. I have another project with Envy. That's, you know, I just need to add a couple too for that. It's going to be the follow-up to Repercussions. Um, I have a whole nother project with Ice that I just need to add a couple too. Good looking, brother. Appreciate you. Um, I got a bunch of things. I got a whole project with Vinyl Villain. That's pretty much done. I'm working. I'm out here just doing as much as I can. I'm in the studio right now. I just laid a, I laid a verse for Rasheed Chappelle's um one of one of Rasheed Chappelle's next projects coming out. You know, shout out to Rasheed Chappelle. Shout out to him. Shout out to Vinyl Villain, friend of the show. 
South uh, Divine Villain for real, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Fast Life, man. Everybody oh, that's like, my brother. That's my brother. Fast Life is a that's tall even, ass that's motherfucker no rap too. Shit. That's my brother. I, he I, is I, like, tall. That's my bro. He's a tall yeah, dude. Bro. I was like, why are you so tall for, bro? Like, <laughs> I don't like looking up at people like that. Like, back up a little for I can see your eye level. He's a good guy, though. Uh, and he's another nah, he's a, one that, great dude. that attacks the mic. Which nah, I miss. That's why me and him, me and him got like you know good chemistry on records because we both trying to knock the beat out of the fucking park, you know. Man, it's customary. Do you feel like at this point, you like at this point you're you're where you want to be, or do you feel like I've got so much more to go? No, I feel like I feel like Brown Water Bible was just like a statement for me, like I'm here. But I I, I want to do a lot of things. I feel like I have the potential to do a lot more. And take it a lot further, you know. I I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not satisfied with any success because I feel like there's more success right around the corner from that, you know. And I feel like this success is is not really the success that I'm shooting for. My goals is always going to be higher than you know what they're supposed to be because I'm always going to shoot for the moon. You know, you shoot for the moon. If you miss, you still ain't among some stars. You know, that's right. told you that early. You know. <laughs> Well, we, we appreciate your talents and the way you're approaching it. I think that the way you're doing it, where you're really putting your style of music in the forefront and not falling into the traps of being all personality with no like actual musical content. Like we don't yeah, do that quick bake shit here in the Crush A Lot podcast. We save that for big media. Yeah, I took my shot. I took my shots. Go go if you wanna clickbait, go somewhere else. We don't do clickbait here. We do if you, you got do, the skills, you click, you'll be the on the show. Like yeah, the go to them. But don't come here. Yo, man. fuck the source. Fuck yeah. the source, number one. I just want to say fuck the source because they put up a tweet the other day about when a rapper's going to actually start rapping again. Fuck the source. We've yeah, they been don't rapping. They don't, We've been they don't out here rapping outdated. for the whole time. Outdated. They're outdated. A lot of publications are really outdated. They're not included. Are they really publications anymore? Come on. <laughs> no. I bet you know. I've been on a rant on that for two weeks, and I'm going to keep doing it till they get mad. But shout out to uh, Ambrosia. They give us a lot of love. We appreciate that. Um, yeah. Saying now, that, there's publications out there that really, that really pay attention, but yep. all these ones at the top, they don't even care. They just want they want clicks. They, they want, want likes. Clicks. They want views. That's, that's all why, they care about. They don't care about the substance out. or the culture. Well, they're missing it. because not for the culture, stay away it. from the culture. They're missing it because the scene is wonderful. There's a lot. Listen. They could be there's all types of hip hop right now. That's fine. You don't have the like the lane that we like. Me and Kalina definitely have. We don't share always the same sensibilities, but we also don't have bad choice of music either. Like we don't always rock with the same thing. But she puts me onto things. I put her on a thing all the time. But they're missing out on a great, the great couple of years. There has been some really good music out there, music. and and it's they're missing out on it. They're missing out on really taking over. Missing out on talent, just on talent. in general, but just clean, taking hip hop back, they could take hip hop back, and 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 you know, hopefully they. Good they luck to up. them. I yeah, well, good luck to them. There's a reason why I turned down. <laughs> it, truth be told, there was a big company trying to snatch up this show, and I was like, no, because you guys don't know. But then you know, the bag was was good, but you know, I had it like, nah, bro. Then they wanted to take ownership of the show. Like, nah, bro, you ain't built this. Nah, I'm good. You can keep that check. Uh, saying that, let me go into like a, a semi-serious question. I haven't asked it in a while. 
I bring it back from time to time. This is the Crush A Lot podcast. Uh, if you could pick any beat from the pantheon of hip hop, mm-hmm. any beat, and and if you want to go outside of hip hop, you could. That best describes your love making talents, your 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 mattress mumbo, your your body human friction. That beat that when it goes up, you go, that's my love style right there. What beat would that be? What is it? What what beat do you have? Band from TV. (laughs) Band from TV. (laughs) Shit, definitely band from TV. Band from TV. Wow, that's amazing. I'm going to put that beat underneath this part of the show. I want you to imagine... Manhattan's arse in rhythmic motion. And that's how he makes kids, bro. That's how he attacks the microphone. <laughs> Crush a lot podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this episode early in the day, come check me out at Beer Wax over in Brooklyn. I'm going to be chilling with Sir Love Day and with Zilla Rocca out from Philadelphia. He's coming into Brooklyn. He's going to do a beat set. Um, come check us out there. You could come say hello to me. I'll buy you a beer, just one, because I'm on a budget. I wish uh, I could be there, okay, but okay. damn. Uh, so check that out, because this episode's dropping December 5th. So if you see it here in the morning, come check me out in Brooklyn with Sir Love Day. Come find me at the bar where Zilla Rocca, or can't make it, come out the next night to the uh, Chelsea Music Hall over on December 6th, where I'm going to rock out with Manhattan. I'm going to go chill with Manhattan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go chill with Mutant Academy, with Al Davino if he doesn't strangle me, um, and a bunch of other people uh, over for Supply and Demand Part 2, Supply oh, and Demand I'm, I'm Part 1. I'm bringing a couple people out on my set, too. Yeah, I know. This, this Rick, the, the Cloth is going to be Trust. out there. They're not going to perform. They're going to be out there. Vinyl Villain's going to be out there. So come hang out with the community. Um, go Come bring a wallet. You Go bring your debit card. Don't pay your child support. Don't pay your rent. Take that nah, money. Pay your child support. Pay okay, your maybe, child support. Maybe, maybe, for that. maybe that. Maybe <laughs> Don't that. Don't get fucking deadbeat, all right? <laughs> I'm just giving, I'm just saying, trying to do what you got to do. Get the money. Bring it. It starts at 2 o'clock if you want to. Come chill with the very friendly people. Come buy merch and then come check out the show over at the Chelsea Music Hall. Come find me there. I will be there with Sir Love Day. I'm going to be inebriated um, and I'm going to have a microphone. So you might have a chance to get on the show somehow. I'll bring the portable stuff. Um, Come find me. I'll be at the bar. Le- well, I'm gonna be walking around with a bottle of Henny already. You already know. So bottle of Henny or a bottle lit. of Duce, I'm gonna be walking around that bitch with it. <laughs> so and go check out the project. Um, Brown Water Bibles out right now. The links below. You don't have to go nowhere else. Just hit the link. Consider buying it. Go to go to Toughcon. Now nah, buy it. Buy, buy it. it. Stream buy it. it. <laughs> buy it. Tell someone else. Go to Toughcon. Buy the physical of repercussions available right now. Um, they just go, finished pressing that up too, so yep. it should, it's just uh, shipping soon. It's, so there's no wait time on that. And Toughcon makes excellent, excellent, excellent uh, vinyl. So go check out the episode we had with Dominico as well. Crush a lot podcast as always, Kalina. Thank you so much, Manhattan. I'll see you in a few. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Um, according to the episode <laughs> drop, you know, this is like two Supply weeks ago. Demand tomorrow, Chelsea the, Musical. Come find me. I plan to leave work early, for they don't fire me. Crush a lot podcast. Don't get banned from TV. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>